Oh, yeah. What is up, good people? I have returned. I don't know if that's a good or bad thing. I don't know. You have to tell me. Did you guys have a better week last week? A little less politics and complaining and whining about stuff. Like, I don't know. Did you have a good week last week? I apologize to my top 20 audience for looking like absolute shit this week. I I can't explain it anymore. I just... I don't... I, t- I don't really know what's happening. I mean, it's just... It's sort of just such a bummer. All of it. Just every, everything is bad. Everything, everything is bad. So I apologize. But to my radio audience on Hard Rock Lunchbox, I look fantastic. Just take my word for it. <clears throat> I have that uh, <clears throat> change of seasons nonsense going on in my throat, and that works out really well because I have a show on Saturday. Yay! <clears throat> but as everybody knows, DJ sounds better when DJ is sick, so let's torture DJ, and I'll keep talking about myself in the third person all goddamn day long because you know why? It's a hard rock lunchbox, that's why. I uh, I little I took one week off and I almost completely forgot how to start this stupid show. Uh, I like I think everything's up. I mean I just got the curtain up. I turned the camera on. The camera was sideways. Like the camera itself wasn't sideways, but like the picture was sideways. And I I literally just looked at it and I said to the camera, I was like, "What do you need me to do, buddy?" Because it was like 11:58, and I'm like, "Kind of need you to step up and be the right orientation." And that's zero judgment. I would never question a camera's orientation. I don't know how the camera identifies, honestly, but it's a Logitech. And uh, I'm not making fun of anybody. I was literally just using the common vernacular. <laughs> I'm, I am so tired, man. I just, I cannot, I cannot even. Like, should we just get right into the complaining? Like, okay, good. Like, I'm starting my day, second day in a row, with an unbelievable headache. It's right in this area, like right there. I can almost itch it or scratch it or whatever the word is. I'm not sure what the right verb is. Um, so if I, I'm seeming a little loopy, it's because I'm really just devoting all resources to keeping my skull from caving in from the pain. Uh, I had a headache yesterday that lasted till about 5.30 in the afternoon, and it just wiped me out. Like, as anybody knows, like, I mean, I don't suffer from migraines, but I've had them. Uh, I've had them a couple times. It's the worst migraine I ever had. I remember being, like, a um, young teenager and I could not get off my grandmother's couch for like three days. So this is not that. So thank you. But I'm not entirely sure what it is either. It feels like it could be muscular. As I just, you know, do this motion that you can't see on the radio. But I'm looking at it in the camera. It looks really cool here. <laughs> like, it's not quite the worm. But I don't know. So uh, how's everybody been? How's everybody been doing? I don't know that I have anybody uh, listening in the Florida area. I feel like I would have alienated absolutely everybody that lives in Florida at this point. But if you are listening uh, and you do believe in the need for a federal government, then I hope you are safe and sound. And I hope that your property is uh, you know, in, in, in good shape and recoverable and maybe not 
damage at all. If you're still one of those people that don't believe federal government is important and you think it's a waste of money to have such a thing like the National Weather Services, then I hope you stayed in Tampa and I hope you are now living in a boat because your house is no longer... Sorry, that's mean. I don't really wish ill on people, but like... There are definitely some people that are starting to make life difficult for the rest of us, and I'm kind of tired of them. Like, just really, like, if you're following anything that's going on in the news, in Italy, they just elected their first uh, overtly fascist uh, prime minister, or whatever you want to call it, uh, since Mussolini. It's actually the party that was founded by Mussolini's, I want to say chief of staff, but I'm not sure if that's right. She's super far right. She's super fascist, absolutely. Uh, and you know, some of the coalition has like pitched the ideas of putting the Italian military like against uh, along the coast of Africa to basically sink migrant vessels. I mean, they say deter, but I think that's you know, it's 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 not even like the the thing that I read. It's like she ran on a full immigration platform, and the guy was like, "Let's like not mince words. It's a completely non-immigration." anti-immigration platform which look i understand that sentiment is growing in europe like and i understand like it's growing here and i think we'll probably talk about that at some point during the top 20 because it's kind of one of the things i've been thinking about a lot lately as i'm starting to hone some of my uh, understandings and uh, opinions on things but um it's it's super dangerous i mean like we elected uh, we we didn't we didn't do shit um but they elected basically Mussolini's direct line to lead Italy one more time. And Mussolini was considered Europe's first fascist dictator uh, very early before Hitler was. Like, you know, and, and Hitler was the second. And then when those two got together, there was like this whole thing. Uh, you might have heard of it if you uh, didn't defund that part of your education in the South. It's called World War II. And for, for history buffs and geopolitical people like myself, like, I'm super concerned about it. Like, it makes... It makes a big difference, especially why the other fascist dictators, um, or almost fascist dictators of Europe, are stepping up and causing all kinds of problems. Uh, you know, the uh, the dude in Hungary is not a very good dude. There's a dude in Poland that's not a very good dude. Uh, the, the, there's a, the, the skinheads, the neo-Nazis in Sweden, are basically going to be part of that seated government this year because they've got enough votes. And, you know, the big player in the fascist dictator sort of state is Putin. And not only is he troubling for the Russian people, but, like, he's causing problems in Europe. He's taking over other countries. Like, these are our lands now. Like, you, that's, like, I don't know, like, I don't think anybody in my, my listening audience remembers World War II, but did anybody study it? Because it's not like this was that long ago it's not even a hundred years ago like this is knowable information like they had they had video cameras and newspapers then it's not like back in the day like well, when the native americans first saw haley's comet like there's just a picture on a cave like this is this is knowable and documented stuff and it's worrying for people like me because you know you start to shake europe like europe's like our main ally and you know england of course and stuff like that but but honestly we're no shining shining light uh, no beacon of light for democracy these days anyway, so but we can get into that uh, anyway. I do have some news updates. I didn't get a chance to print it out because this morning it's just been a complete mess. Like, it really, I can't even begin to explain it. But there is a, um, there is a new episode of the Top 20 this week. I'm sorry there was not one last week. It, I had a choice. I could either put it out last week or put it out this week. I decided to put it out this week because it you know, give everybody a, a week off from you know this whole mess right there. So you're welcome for that. Um, 
But yeah, the uh, the episode that's out is the one that I told you is like, you know, I'm warning you basically to watch what they do and, and not so much what they say. And that's probably a good thing uh, to, to learn about all politicians, right? Like, there's a lot of stuff I, I don't like that politicians do on all sides, right? Like, they say a lot. People pander. That's why everybody knows what the word pander means. Uh, but, you know, it's really what they do. And, you know, I was talking about, like, some of the anti-abortion stuff. Like, here in New York, like, we have a governor's race and Lee Zeldin is running for governor. Honestly, I don't think he stands a chance because New York is just hella blue. Um, but, like, you know, he's probably going to take most of Long Island because most of Long Island is Trump country, Trump country at this point. And the thing with Zeldin, like, I just don't understand. Like, he's literally looking to, you know, he, he, he voted to, to not... He voted against, like, codification of, of Roe v. Wade and abortions uh, and women's right to choose. Like, he thinks that that's not okay. He supported bills that do not protect against uh, rape, incest, or life of the mother. mother. Uh, you know, he, he has voted in, you know, lockstep with his party to, to uh, you know, to try and overturn the election, to invalidate. He's an election denier. I mean, he hasn't. He hasn't landed on that since he's been running, but, like, he's voted along those party lines. Like, so he's basically an election denier. And those are just, like, recent things. Like, for me, with him, like, he's for fracking. He's, like, all about, like, we need energy independence. So, like, let's squeeze more stuff out of the ground. Like, I've talked about this on the show before. Like, dude, man, fracking is causing earthquakes in Pennsylvania. Fracking is causing people to be able to light their drinking water on fire. Like, this is not... I'm not making this up. Like, this is going on right now. It's knowable and documented, which is why the state of New York was like, we're not doing any fracking because we actually give a shit about New Yorkers and the health and happiness of all them. And Lee Zeldin's like, we need more fuel. Like, dude, like, trying to squeeze more out of a finite resource is the problem with the people that are just totally against, like, new technologies and stuff like that. Like... I understand if we had an infinite amount of oil, like, all right, I guess we can keep doing it. We'll figure out something else to do with, like, climate change. But, like, we don't. We, we don't have infinite oil, oil. We don't have infinite water. We don't have infinite natural gas. And, you know, we're forcing people to make more people. We're going to have more people. Like, we, we don't, like, I'm going to go full Italian on you. Like, we don't have enough food for all these people. Mama, mama spaghetti, mama, mama sauce. Like it only goes so far. I am never gonna make a diss record. That's my Italian accent. You're welcome. That's about as good as it's gonna be. Um, also, in other news, big show this Saturday night. You can tell by the gravel in my voice. <clears throat> uh, it's an early show. I don't know why this is. Um, I, I've been told that that's just the way Amityville Music Hall runs things now because I guess because they can. Like I, I don't even know the reason. I don't deal with AMH anymore directly. And I even said uh, when we took this thing, uh, when we took this show, I, I talked to Loaded and I was like, "Listen, I don't want to deal with Amityville because they treat us badly every time we play there. They treat us badly. They treat the fans badly. Like it's always a problem." And I, I said, "I don't want to deal with them at all." And Thomas was like, "No worries. Like you're just you know you're dealing with me and us and all that other stuff." Okay, you know, it's still the building, and it's still they run their build. Oh, hey Snoop! Oh wait, point out. it's it's Snoop. Hey Snoop. Um, so they run the building, so we still have to deal with that kind of nonsense. But the show's like running hella early. I don't think uh, it, it's like you know the old old people special at the diner, so I don't think we're getting anything like half off or anything. 
It's super early. Our scheduled set time is at 7.45. Like, most shows I play, most shows I've played in the past decade, I haven't even been in the building at 7.45, so I don't... At least I'll be awake. I mean, the upside is that I'm gonna. I do have a soccer game at noon the next morning, so at least I'll be super well rested for that. Because, I mean, uh, it's us at like 7:45, and Roderick's <sighs> Roderick's on at like 8:30, and then Neon Skyline's like 9:45. Now I would suspect everything gets pushed back 15 minutes, but I don't know. I haven't played in the uh, Amityville Music Hall sandbox in quite some time, so uh, be prepared for anything. But. Maybe get there early. Also, we're playing a very short set. I'm not sure why that is. I don't know why Rod- Roderick got 45 minutes and we got 30, but there it is. If you have any complaints, p- uh, please feel free to reach out to Joey. There's nothing I can do about it anymore. We're rehearsing one more time tonight. And I'm not going to add any more songs because I'm just not. You know, This is a show we got handed. That's, that's what we're doing. I'm happy to have the show, grateful to have the show, certainly grateful to even have been asked uh, to be on the show, since that is not something that happens all that often anymore. So my gratitude is full and honest, and me and Snoop, totally grateful to be there. But at this point, like, I'm just not going to do anything else with it. And I know people are probably going to be disappointed with our set, um, but I will tell you there's a reason that our set is going to be the way that it is. And uh, the main reason is because we start tracking in the middle of October. We start tracking uh, for a new EP, for new singles, so... And because we need to rehearse and I want to keep, I don't want to lose any of the momentum we have on the songs that we're tracking. I decided to keep all four songs that we're tracking in the set. So they're, they're new, they're new ish. Like you should know them. We've played every single one of them at least once. Um, Side Out is one of the new ones. Side Out we've been playing regularly for over a year. We have made some changes to it, so be on the lookout for those changes. I do hope you like them. Uh, the other songs, uh, like Into the Afternoon, uh, Inside, and Aaliyah, uh, we've all played at least once. Uh, everybody uh, everybody that generally comes to see us heard Aaliyah when we played it for the first time at 89 North. I did not expect it actually to make this recording batch, but uh, Kajiano was like, yep, yeah, that's... That's good enough. We didn't think, n- none of us thought it was, but it came along so fast that we're like, yeah, it's working. Like, let's just run with it. Uh, we made a couple of changes to all the songs, but so the point I'm trying to make is that we're playing all four of the new songs for a couple reasons. One, we need to kind of keep that momentum. I need to keep it in rehearsal, all that other stuff. Uh, but also, we've changed it around a little bit, and I need to see everybody's reaction. I know people don't. You know, I, I I I appreciate that most of the shows that we play are for the fans, and we're trying to, um, you know, entertain you. And I and I want to do that. Like I really do want to do that. But one of the ways I get to do that is by playing something and making sure that everybody likes it before I record it, and it's just written in stone like the Ten Commandments. So it's kind of important for us to do that. It's weird that we're playing four of those songs, but if we had a longer set, we would have more time to do maybe some other stuff off the new record but we just don't and we did prepare like one very special thing that i'm not going to give away uh but we were talking about how we really like when we do like these kind of like one-off things like you only really get to see us do it like one time and then just like we like working on that it's a fun project it um it's it's fun for us it's exciting it's interesting keeps our chops up and nine times out of ten the audience really digs it so we've got one of those in there so that's going to be fun my point is don't miss our set it's slated for 745 I don't imagine it would be earlier than that but I do think it might be a little bit later but since it's short, since it's such a short set there is a good chance of just missing it if you show up late so you've been warned 745 is Rebel 9 set time <laughs> <laughs> 
check it out. Amityville Music Hall on Saturday. If you do need tickets, I have roughly a million tickets left. Um, so hit me up. Actually, that's not true. The band has actually started to sell some tickets in the last week, which is what I kind of expected but was worried we weren't going to. But we still do have a few tickets available. So message me if you need one, or you can just go right to the rebel9.com uh, site, go to shows, tickets are available there. And then we'll just leave them at the window, uh, window at the front desk at Avenueville for you. So that's enough Rebel 9 nonsense. I do want to say one thing since I've just burned through so much of this time. Um, I want to say one thing about like this kind of, I guess I've been able to sort of, what's the word? Um, put, well, I guess I've been able to sort of put into words, verbalize, that's the word. Um, some of what the disconnect I think I'm feeling from roughly half the country, uh, basically in this whole right-wing, anti-immigrant, anti-migrant thing. And over the past year, like, I've really kind of come to understand the... It's not anger. It's I think it's resentment is probably the better word. Um, because what happens is when migrants, and not I'm not just talking about, like, from... You know, Mexico and Central America. Like this is this is true. Like you're not hearing a lot of bitching about the Ukrainian migrants. Like there's a lot of them and Ukrainian refugees. Like we we took in a lot. Like Ukraine, a lot of people were like, I'm out. Uh, so there's a lot of Ukrainians around on the East Coast, but you know, especially in the Mid Atlantic, if you uh, if you notice. Um, and no one's really complaining about them. Maybe they are uh, in their local communities, but it's not a national. Like nobody's like, ah, these goddamn Ukrainians are everywhere. Like that's not something that people are hearing. Uh, that you know, DeSantis is not flying Ukrainians up to Martha's Vineyard. Although you, you know, honestly, DeSantis, he should have saved some of that money and flown up some of the people from Tampa to Martha's Vineyard to get them out of the hurricane. But white people don't matter, to DeSantis, because you can't score political points like that. That's so, kind of what I've been saying this whole time. Um. So, but I've been been understanding some of the resentment, and because I've been listening, like I always listen, but like it's been louder and a little bit more coherent, and I've experienced some of it myself. Now, what happens is when people, you know, when when there are people that can't uh, afford things for themselves, take a state like New York. Like New York goes over the top, in my in my opinion, of caring for the poor and migrants and uh, immigrants and stuff like that and the disabled like they really do like new york is super progressive when it comes to stuff like that now it's really good in in one way of thinking about it right like for example um people like in the city for example are, are if they're disabled or have some sort of like mental deficiency or whatever part of the the, the ssi program which is like social security income and medicare and medicaid and all that part of that social safety net we have provides almost everything for them like if you go and you ask about like any sort of like medical apparatus or pill or whatever the very first thing they ask you is if you're on medicaid or medicare and the reason that is is because they basically cover absolutely everything if not then they got to go through your insurance company where your regular insurance company will basically say no we're not going to cover that and that's that's kind of the game um so that exists like that like if you were just a poor or uh, mentally disabled or physically disabled New Yorker, like those are things that are available to you. Like we pay for cabs, we pay for cab rides and cab rides and Uber rides for people that need to get to their medical appointments. We send ambulance. Like we all pay for that. New Yorkers and the federal government pay for that. It 
It just is. So when when migrants and immigrants come in, they also fall into those categories, right? They, they're here. They've been given some sort of asylum, some sort of paperwork. So they get all these services. They get almost free basic health care. They get, you know, a whole lot of other free things like really like assisted living housing and stuff like that. But people like you and me, and I'm making an assumption here, but like people in my general listening audience, like we don't get any of those things because we make just enough money to afford it on our own. So we just don't get any assistance. Once you make over like 40 or $50,000 a year, you don't get any more assistance. But now you're starting to pay for all those things and your actual your income is affected by that. You have less things. Like my reorganization over the past year ended up costing me an extra $20,000 just in healthcare insurance for the family. That's tremendous. That's a tremendous amount of money. Like just like, and that's like just out, out the door. Like I just don't get that. And so what people are seeing is they're seeing all these poor people and people that are, you know, unable to really care for themselves. Basically the people at, at, at the, in the poverty level, of which immigrants and migrants tend to fall, especially since they do a lot of cash work, so they don't not reporting anything. But they're getting all these free services, and resentment is really building up. And I even found that in myself. Like you know, a couple times I was turned down for a couple things in insurance, and I was like, "What the? F-? Like what? What actually? Like why?" And I realized that I was doing exactly what half the country is doing, which is basically getting mad at the person that's receiving these things. It's jealousy. It's envy. It's, you know, it's one of the big commandments. It's also one of the seven deadly sins. Like, you know, watch that shit because that's kind of a big deal. And then when you kind of step back from that, you sort of realize like, well, that's not really the issue. It shouldn't be the issue that all these people are getting stuff for free. Like, why should they get stuff for free when I don't get stuff for free? Like, there's two ways to go with that, right? Like, you can get mad at the person that's getting it for free. Like, why do you get that? Like, why do you have this? Like, why do I have to do all this and you get that and I don't? So you can get mad at the person or you can get mad at the system. Like, yeah, man, we should all have these basic things. We should all have this level of care. And I realize it's a safety net so that if we do fall from where we are, we do have some place where we're not going to get, we're going to have a place to live. We're going to have food from like your food pantries and food kitchens and stuff like that. And we will have health care because like we don't let people die in the streets in this country like that. You want that head head to like India or the Middle East or China like we don't do that here like as much as you hate people or for whatever reason we do not let people die in the streets here we just don't and that's good because as a country I want to live in I don't want to be stepping over dead people like we try and and really get that that bar to like to to be that that we just don't do that of course it happens but like we don't we try to not do that and that's better because that makes us a better society. But the next step is really not about like getting mad at somebody that's getting something for free. You should kind of get mad at like, why aren't we all getting this stuff for free? And I think that that's an important distinction. And that's something I've been able to verbalize over the past couple of weeks. So when you're mad at somebody else for getting something that you want, maybe just look at like, why am I not also getting that? Like, and it doesn't have to be like in a selfish way. I'm not saying like, well, that person's got a tiara and I want a tiara. Like, why don't I get a tiara? Like, or mad at your parents or whatever. Like, why did my brother get this? And like, you know, like none of that's like, I'm not, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about your social contract, your social, um, you know, the stuff that we're, we're doing together. And if it sounds very socialist or communist, like, dude, I don't care. I'm just talking about the difference between right and wrong. 
because we're not going to, to get anywhere if we continue to be mad at people for getting basic stuff that they need to survive while we have to pay for it. Like, the option is, like, to take all that away from them and then let them die or rob our houses or all that. You know, like, like what do you think is going to happen if we take all that away from people? They're going to get sick and die. And then we have tuberculosis. We have polio. We have lesionaires. disease. Like, we don't need that. Like, we really don't need that. So taking that away from other people is not going to do us any good. What's going to do us some good is if we just sort of figure out how we can all get those things. Like, yeah, maybe we should all have basic, basic health care. Maybe we should all have basic, you know, places to live and housing assistance and all that other stuff. Like, I don't know, man. It seems like a way more Christian way to be and a way more moral way to be. So I don't know what your experiences are. Feel free to join me uh, on the chat here at 99wnrr.com. Let me know what you think. Like I said, I haven't thought all this through, but I was able to verbalize a lot of it because I think it's just a better way to be, man. Like, yeah. And that's like, that's all that's left. Like, do we just need to be angry at other people all the time? Like, yeah, I can still be angry at people that choose to be stupid. And I will continue to, to joust at that one. But like, I don't know, man. As much as I want, like all those people causing problems in Florida to like, a real good whiff of climate change and the need for federal government. Like, I don't want anyone even to die. Like, that sounds awful. But it would be nice to have them out of the way, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, I got work to do. I know, I'm still awful. It's too bad. So, this week, I guess last night, we lost Coolio, who I do not know personally because he's not a sponsor of the show. But I do know a couple of his songs. I thought it might be nice to start the box with some of those so here you go hope he's on a fantastic voyage that's awful shame on me <laughs> 